Yo, 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 what up, man? Welcome back to another week of Football Without Hesitation. I am your host, Oz. And the Quakes were back in action, baby. Quakes were back in action. But before we get that, let me clear up. I want to say, like I start all these other episodes, please subscribe on any of what I don't know where you listen to the podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Music, Pod, I don't know, there's a million of them. But wherever you listen, hit subscribe, hit subscribe, hit a review. That definitely helps these podcasts keep going and growing and doing their thing. I mean, these things are, are way more popular than ever. It's, it's pretty awesome. Um, but anyway, you can follow me at Baldini10 on Twitter, at FWH Podcast on Instagram. Uh, to see what, what else I'm doing, FWH. Catch me drinking and partying, baby. But uh, yeah, so anyway, this is week I feel like week three, I believe, but Quakes game two. Gotcha. I know there's this big old controversy, big old drama about the schedule and all that, but man, that's just been weird. They don't play. They don't play this weekend. Well, they play Saturday, but they play Leon, which is a friendly, and then they play again next next Saturday and. The first month of the season, they're going to play two regular games. That Leon game, man, or that Leon game coming up on Saturday, it it is a friendly, but Donovan's coming back. And I know this is a, a intro intro to MLS <laughs> podcast. So, um, so I, I I've over this last couple of weeks, I've been telling people, oh, yeah, Leon's going to play. Donovan's coming back. And people are like, honestly, I really don't know what that means. I've heard the name Donovan. a lot. Granted, I'll give people that. I had a lot of people tell me, I've heard of the name Donovan. I know it's associated with soccer. And that's as far as it goes. So, again, just for a quick explanation, a quick catch-up of who Landon Donovan is, Landon Donovan is widely regarded as one of the greatest uh, soccer players that this country has ever produced. I could just hear the fucking drama on internet as soon as I said that, but it is what it is, man. Again, I'm not here to, to, to debate, debate the technical aspects of it, but he is one of the greatest uh, players this country has ever produced for sure in the last 30 years. Um, but anyway, so he he's a legendary not only on the U.S. national team, but also in MLS. This motherfucker's so legendary in MLS, the MVP trophy is named after this dude, all right? So this dude, he ain't no just like, oh, he was pretty good in the first couple of years of the league. Nah, dude, this dude has the fucking MVP trophy named after him. So Landon Donovan's a pretty fucking big deal in the American soccer circles. So... He's getting older, you know, in soccer, just like most other sports, you know, mid-30s, you're getting older, especially positions where you have to be fast and physical. It's just you can't compete with 20-year-olds at some point. But anyway, so so Landon retires from the national team, or, or there's some more drama there. Did he retire? Did, did they just say out with the old, in with the new? Who the fuck knows? Google that shit. Get into some American soccer drama, baby. Um. So anyway, so he he's legendary in MLS again, all time leading scorer. Got the MVP trophy named after him. He he's 
I don't even need to look up, but he's probably the leading scorer in U.S. men's national team history as well. What the fuck does this all have to do with a Mexican soccer team? And, well, he retired from MLS, stopped playing for national team or retired. I don't know how you land in. Call me. Fucking smooth it out with me. Tell me how, what it re- what really went down. I'll, I'll tell the people. So anyway, so Lennon Donovan retires from the American game. And next thing you know, there's this cryptic tweet from from Leon. Leon, again, Club Deportivo Leon is a team in Liga MX, the, the, the top division of Mexican soccer. And so all of a sudden they send out this cryptic tweet of them pressing a jersey with Donovan's last name on it. So immediately everybody was like, what the hell's going on? Again, there's this, you know, soccer is ultimately a business. So so the American Soccer Federation is is trying to grow the sport, you know, the American sport elsewhere. So is this is this a ploy of, of American soccer to to try to send Americans abroad in their twilight to spread the American game? I don't know. Is this. Uh, um, the Mexican Soccer Federation doing the same thing, saying, oh, you think you're growing the sport? You think you're going somewhere? Uh, let, let us take your retired star and pay him way more money than he ever made in your league and see, kick the tires on him a bit. Or has Landon Donovan just got a phone call and said, fuck it, I still got more soccer in me, let's do it. You're a top-level club, and I want to play for y'all. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all can speculate all you want. I can speculate all the fuck I want. I think it's his personal decision and he made it based on his personal, you know, facts. Anyway, so that is hap- that that was all pretty much in, that all happened during the off season. We were like, what the fuck's going on? Is this real? Is is it a joke? Are we being trolled? We were not. Leon signed Landon Donovan to a professional contract and he will, from the looks of it, will be playing for the team into this next tournament and beyond. You're listening. I'm talking, going through all this history. And you're like, what the fuck does this have to do with Avaya Stadium and the San Jose Earthquakes? Well, the San Jose Earthquakes, like I said at the beginning of the show, haven't played that many games. Not too many games to start the season. First game looked good for 80 minutes. Looked like shit for the last 10. Second game looked pretty good. That first half was good, man. That first half was neat. Was neat. Watch out. It was a good first half. Second half, once again, could use some tweaking. It was Kansas City. They they just came out with a, like a, I think ESPN came out with a anonymized survey of MLS players. And Kansas City got voted the hardest place to play, so I guess you you can't we can't really jump on the Quakes for losing the the second game of the season at what most people uh, most players consider the hardest place to play in MLS. And again, they are the Earthquakes. They don't win on the road. That's what they do. Is Earthquakes? Earthquakes are are West Coast related, so Quakes only win on the West Coast. They get too far from Quake territory. I don't know what the fuck's going on. The ground's too steady. They lose They lose their fucking friction. 
Um, so anyway, so the earthquakes are playing this Saturday, a friendly against Leon. Club Deportivo Leon, CD Leon, what up? And guess who's starting? Guess who's starting for the first time since retiring from MLS in United States? Damn, if you made sense of that sentence, you are a better listener than I. But of course, it's our old friend Landon Donovan. Landon Donovan, who used to be the darling of the San Jose Earthquakes, who used to be our big hero. Oh, no, no. At this point, I can barely remember when he played. Eh? I, I can't barely remember when he played in San Jose. <laughs> just, just, you can't hate on that. You can't hate on legends like that. He went to Galaxy. He was a Galaxy, so I'm going to fucking shit all over the dude. But you cannot take away history. You, you can't take away history. You can't take away his history here and what he did in San Jose and what he meant to this club. But guess what? You're the enemy now. You're the enemy. You were the enemy. When you play for Galaxy, you're the enemy. Now that you're playing for Leon, so we gonna boo you. You gonna get booed. You gonna get booed. He a big boy. He played in fucking big games. He's not gonna fucking get him booed by you know seven thousand Quakes fans. Isn't gonna bother him. Oh shit! Am I guessing seven thousand people are gonna show up? Probably. Is it gonna rain? Is it gonna rain on Saturday? Let's see. The rain will affect it. I mean, there's going to be more than 7,000 fans there, but there's only going to be 7,000 Quakes fans. Everybody else is going to be Leon fans. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say it, my brothers, but that's how it goes over there, man. When when Mexican teams come play, and the Mexican team's playing in in Levi soon. Yeah, bro, it's not for us. They, they Oh, look at that. It's going to be cold as fuck. It's going to be cold as fuck, 59 degrees the, the, the high on Saturday. They play at 4, 4.45. It's going to be 59 degrees at 4 p.m. and getting colder. For sure bundle up. For sure get boozed up or put on a sweater. Whatever you do for more, you don't know. It's soccer, baby. You know what? You know what they need to bring down to San Jose for that? Irish coffees from San Francisco. Uh, AT&T Park. I mean, anywhere in San Francisco, you get an Irish coffee. A fucking town knows how to do Irish coffee. You can get great Irish coffee at AT&T Park. I don't know if you can get Irish coffee at Avaya. I don't know if you can, but you they got to bring that down for these. If it's, if, it's, if it's below 60 at kickoff, we're calling it San Francisco weather. And we're serving Ghirardelli fucking hot chocolate and irish coffees for everyone well i mean you still gotta pay it's a fucking it's a capitalist society but they gotta do that um so yeah so so that that game should be fun it is a friendly so again tickets will be cheap there'll be a lot of room to walk around avaya is a dope stadium to walk around and, and find all this stuff they really did this neat thing like neighborhood setup, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't, you can't really feel it as, as you're walking through the stadium that it's like, oh, this is this neighborhood or this is that neighborhood. But there is, you know, you can, this, you know, the stands is pretty neat to be like, oh, this stand does this now or this stand does that or where'd you get that fucking big ass hot dog, man? I never seen that before. It's pretty neat how the, they, they switch things up. And, and of course, you got the food trucks there. 
you got the food trucks. The food trucks are going to show up. It's not raining, so maybe you'll get a couple more. Um, that's a friendly. They're, they're smart. They're fucking smart. They know they know the crowds. But they'll they'll definitely have three or four out there, if not even more. So anyway, again, as I usually do, I invite everybody come on out. If you've never been to a vice, it's a great time. These these it's a friendly, so you can you can probably get cheap tickets. It's against a Mexican team, so it it's gonna be animated. It's gonna be exciting. And it's not America, so they're not gonna fucking trash the stadium. Fuck, man, that's still Quakes fans sold those tickets when 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 America played there and they took over that fucking stadium. That was all on us, man. That was all on us. There's way too many season ticket holders. America showed up. Everybody sold their tickets and they invaded our fucking stadium. And that to me is still is not of a via being open. Granted, I am a fucking Chivas fan. So pretty much anything fucking America does is already the worst thing possible. But we got to protect our house, man. That's a fucking house. I, this is a, I mean, and again, if you've been there several times, I, I guess it's more heartfelt, but. It's a beautiful stadium in a great city with some of the best weather in California, which means it's got some of the best weather in the world. That's right. I said it. Fucking nobody talks about it. San Jose, California, so much, some of the best fucking weather in the world. Uh, I've never, I've never gone past Mexico and I've, you know, the only other country I visited and gone as far east as Indiana. So granted, for sure, take what I'm saying with a giant grain of salt. I could be full of shit. But San Jose, dog. I, I don't know, man. There's just something about sitting in downtown San Jose, having a beer in June. And it's 7, 8 o'clock. It's 75 degrees. It is fucking gorgeous. It's a beautiful city. It's a, huge, it's a big ass city. There's so much to do. I don't know. San Jose, you need to fucking you know look up to you look look up to yourself. You're you're give yourself more credit, man. But anyway, so yeah, so go check it out, man. Go check it out. I believe kickoffs like at five o'clock or some shit like that. So you still have time to go downtown, hang out, do something. Plenty of time to get there early. Go check out Recycle Books on the Alameda. Dope ass bookstore. Try to pet a cat. Those cats ain't like to get petted. They do not like to get petted. They're tired. I think they get pet all the time. They're elusive. But yeah, go check it out. Right down the street from downtown San Jose. You jump on, I don't know, uh, that bus is not going to be running this week. So either take Caltrain or Uber that shit over. It's like 10 minutes away. Great time. Go check it out. Great time to check out Avaya Stadium. Fall in love with it. Fall in love with the Quakes. So then... You got the rest of the season. You got the rest of the season to to follow this team, man. The ups and downs, I don't know, it was beautiful in soccer. The ups and downs, I fucking love it. I love that there was something, something about that loss even on Saturday. And, and let's get into that now, you know. So the Quakes last Saturday, St. Patrick's Day, I was not aware of that. I was not aware it was St. Patrick's Day last Saturday. So when I go to the bar 
at 5.30 and everybody's fucking hammered, I was like, damn, man, these the Quakes, I, I my Quakes promotion is doing a lot better than I expected, man. My viewing party's huge. Wasn't nobody there for my viewing party. Everybody was dressed in green and it was St. Patrick's Day, so the beer was flowing. Um, so the beer was flowing at Alvarado. Big shout out to Alvarado. If you're listening to this in the Salinas area, that is going to be so far the away, the, the viewing party away bar. That and Public House, baby. That and XL Public House. Those are the bars in Salinas. Those are the Quake supporters. They fucking love the Quakes. They love soccer. They love sports. They love hockey more at Alvarado. But I'll give them soccer on ice and they're Sharks fans. So it's all good. So you get a pass. But anyways, I'll be out there. I'll definitely, again, follow at Baldini10, FWH podcast on Instagram. See where I'm at. Come out. Say hi. Jump around with me. Have a cerveza or three and support this team. Um, so, uh, yeah, I was, so I was there on Saturday. Very excited. Comcast is announcing, oh, shit, we can stream on this and that. Apparently you can't if you live in Salinas. It's blacked out. Bro, I don't have a fucking TV, but I got Comcast. I got Xfinity. Let me watch it on my computer. What the hell? Go 90 is, oh, my God. I love Go 90. I, I, I have the Go 90 app built into my fucking phone, and I had it shut down. Since I bought the phone, I recently re reworked it back because they're they're showing the join. Hey man, these fools are joining Concacaf soccer games, man. But anyway, go90.com is is allowing you to watch the this these final rounds of the Concacaf Champions League for free. Fucking website works beautifully. The app, granted, didn't work that beautifully, but I just went on their fucking website, hit play, and it played in high def, used like no fucking data. I don't know what they did, but I, I don't get it. I, I, Univision is so damn tricky. Univision is so tricky of, of oh, dude, you, you're ad blocker, you're flash, you're this and that. And I'm like, bro, can I just watch some soccer? Can I just watch some soccer? Literally, I think two two games this season I've tried to watch on Univision. Didn't work. I just fucking bootlegged those shits. I... I I don't mind pain. Like I said, I, I have TV service without a television. Like, I don't mind pain. But we live in an era of convenience. We live in an era of convenience. And the first website that allows me to hit play and watch it in good quality, guess what? You get my views. You get my views. I don't care if I didn't pay for it. I didn't care if I paid $1,000 a month for it whatever's more convenient and whatever works for me the best as a consumer, that's what I'm going to go with. That's what I'm going to go with. If I go to freaking Russia streams dot XJ or whatever the fuck, and that's where it's playing. Guess what? That's why I'm watching my fucking soccer. That, that that's what matters to me is consuming the sport. You know, I, I don't mind. I love what MLS did. I think what, you know, they, they partnered with some company or, or some, I don't know. I thought I was cool because I had Comcast and I could stream it. Apparently, it's not working. I might have to switch over and, and pay for those that 60 bucks for that MLS thing. I don't mind it. You know, I don't mind it if I could just hit play where, uh, wherever I'm at. And again, if anyone's listening and understands these blackout rules, 
will that happen if I get that MLS live thing and I'm here in Salinas, which is technically in the, the San Francisco market? Will I be blacked out or do, do I have to get a VPN and say I'm in fucking England or some shit? Like, what the fuck? I'm paying money. Can I just watch the damn sport? Um, so anyway, <laughs> coffee, I'm telling you that I, I should not have drank this coffee right before I started because now I'm ranting about streaming. The, I mean, that game was. The first again, the first half was good. You're, I'm seeing some good things, and like I said, I'm I'm not the most technical guy, so I'm definitely after two games, am not the person to be like, ah, well, you know, I, I think the wingers got to pinch in a little, and, and Wando needs to come down uh, more into midfield to defend. The fuck, the fuck, I I could say that. Obviously, I just did. It probably means something. Don't know what it is. Um, but. That first half definitely was fun. The team is trying thing. It's going to take a while to gel. It's going to, I mean, after that first game, after those those goals just kind of coming from everywhere, the team playing like a, like a brand new squad, it it got really, really exciting, you know. And, and you almost forgot that this is a team that, was completely different in the middle of last season. They've had barely an unoff season to try to to do some stuff, and and they've done a lot. They've done a lot. They they were called the most what innovative offense by MLSsoccer.com, which they're just PR for MLS. So I mean, I don't know. I want more. More people needed to take a more critical look at American soccer um, because it really sucks that MLS soccer is really the main hub for news because no disrespect to them. They do a really excellent job, but dog, you are just the PR. You're, you're just PR for the team. You will never say critical things about the league. I, I mean, oh, we're like, oh, this guy shouldn't have got a red card. You shouldn't act like that. Yeah, but no, like, you know, calling the league out for – weirdness i just don't see mls soccer doing that so we're, we're dependent on on other media and it's gonna take a while we'll get there. there's a lot of good people there's dude again when you go online there's a lot of people that know so much facts so much facts about this sport it's fucking amazing but i mean a lot it's scary. It's scary, you know, going, getting out there, finding, what do you do? You know, where, where do you go? Where do you start? How do you, how do you take that first step? You know? And so I get it. Like I said, I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, be like, Oh, I've already taken that first step. I've, like I've said before, I, I'm definitely wanting to learn and I'm learning every week more about the technical side. I'm just a dude that loves soccer and loves MLS and loves the earthquakes and loves the fucking party. I mean, and, and in that order, don't get me wrong, I'm not all fucking party, party mode. But when it comes to soccer, party is up there. Um, and speaking of that, speaking of, of techniques and technical aspects of soccer, big, big shout out to the, the Quakes um, social media department, di digital, there we go, digital department. They have, they have this really, what is it? Daniel, what is Daniel Slayton and and Chris Dangerfield? Let me try to pull up. I, what is that? I forget what they call it. 
but it's such a neat thing. They 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 go through the technical breakdown of last week's game, and they do it in 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 such a cool way. Find my history here, man. YouTube, you need to stop. You need to stop updating your stuff every time it changes. It, it it's worked. It was working. Uh, that's a tactical breakdown, of course. How how could I how could I remember such a clever name like tactical breakdown? But anyway, that. Yeah, Daniel Slayton, Chris Dangerfield, two very, very knowledgeable soccer people, and they they break it down. It's pretty interesting because I'm I'm curious what the front office, what the rest of the front office thinks. Like, hey man, you're helping other teams break us down. <laughs> That's their work. But anyway, as as supporters, it's really neat that that the team is doing this and. And again, and, and the fact that you got two people that really know the team and really know the sport helps that they, they present it. I don't know. Sometimes they do get kind of technical. Don't get me wrong. You two, they, they just people slain. I believe Chris Dangerfield was also just was announced that he, he was he's going to be inducted into the Quakes Hall of Fame. Very well deserved. Um, Again, just just we're lucky to have him and also Danielle both working for this organization. They do a great job. Basically, I'm trying to kiss your ass because just keep doing it, man. <laughs> keep doing it because I love these breakdowns. I love what you're doing. A season of these, of these, you know, 10, 15-minute breakdowns, I'm going to learn a lot. I'm going to learn way more than I have in these, these last five years of going to, going to every home game. So, again, thanks for doing that. I apologize. I didn't, I didn't get too much in, into last week's game. I, I like I said I, I I don't know I I I can I can talk Quincy had a sweet ass play down the wing how about that huh he had a sweet little turnaround what's what's cross not quite there but it's the, it's early in the season that's why I don't want to get too I mean you can't be a lot of these guys aren't in full mid season shape a lot, lot of I don't want to think this way, but a five to one loss. Really not that not that fucking scary in the beginning of the season. If you're a Quakes, if you're the Quakes, yeah. Quakes don't score too many goals. Last year, they got into the playoffs with a negative 23 or some shit goal differential. Don't do that. Don't do that no more. All right. Don't do that no more. So it's not, no no five to one losses all the time. But the first three or four weeks of the season, teams gotta gel. Teams are, you know, the team has made such such a dramatic change in the off season that I don't know we we can't expect too much, but I'll be here every week talking into this microphone, telling you everything you want to hear. But anyway, as I say that, I'm gonna sign off because this coffee is just gonna keep me talking for another hour. And you don't you don't want to hear me for another hour. If you do, go listen to previous episodes. Tell your friends about them. Football without hesitation. Following the Quakes every week. I am Oz signing off. Go Quakes. We will see you later. Peace out.